If you're looking for the best horror, thriller, sci-fi and WTF audio fiction this side of the apocalypse, then you should listen to The Other Stories. With over 500 stories on the podcast feed already and news stories dropping every single Monday morning, The Other Stories is your new best friend. Check out The Other Stories today on any and all podcast platforms or head to theotherstories.net. After all, these aren't the stories your mother used to tell you. These are The Other Stories. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. the horror hangout podcast with two beard and fell fans watch the best and worst horror movies of all time my name is luke condo with kate and i'm joined by my regular co-host mr mr ben errington how the hell are you i'm all right mate how are you are you quarantined uh am i quarantined that's uh i don't think that's any of your business ben. <laughs> i uh... <laughs> <laughs> I I'm am, always a bit forward, don't I? I'm working from home, if that answers your question. Yeah, I think it does. Okay. I'm not. I'm still being forced to go into the office with, all the, with the rest of the cattle. On the front lines. Uh, yeah, so essentially I'm right in the thick of it. But, you know, if I'm going to get it, I'm going to get it, right? This means you'll get over it quicker. Because we're all going to get it. Everyone's going to get it. That's the, when we're first born, we know we're going to get it. <laughs> yeah, we've been on a, we've been on a, all the we've been on a journey all the way to this since birth. Now we Just in case it. I was wondering, we are talking about we are talking about coronavirus. Yeah, uh, there's someone out there who might be like, "What are you all about?" No, I doubt it. It's everywhere now. Isn't it? It's everywhere. Um, okay, so we've got coronavirus going on. I've got a can <laughs> of pop. You've got a can of we'll pass. I got some coffee. Oh, God, sorry, coffee, not a can of we'll pass. <laughs> Um, okay, I will pass. I ran out of them. We watched a film that we've been saying we're going to watch for a long time, I believe. But have we got mm. any news? I, I had a quick look. and <laughs> Yeah. Well, obviously, we're a bit light on the news. So I guess we're going to have to talk about all horror and genre-related projects that have been affected by the coronavirus pandemic. And I'm sorry to keep going on about this, right? I know it's going to annoy some people, but you know. We need to briefly touch upon it before we can allow you to forget about the current impending doom by listening to two idiots talk about a horror yeah. film. Shouldn't be touching upon it. Let's get this one up. No, shouldn't no. be touching upon anything. Shouldn't be touching cloth 
or anything. <laughs> so Quiet Place 2 was going to come out this week. That's been bloody postponed indefinitely. Um, so obviously the promo train was pretty much at full speed for that. And last week it got pulled. Done. Who knows when we're going to see this, Luke? What do you think? I am quite excited about it. Um, and you are right. The, the train left and was on the rails and then we missed it. <laughs> or like it feels like we've, the train's been cancelled. I don't know. Floods do you that. think, that, should these companies right just stick these films on demand, seeing as no. so many people are going to be at home anyway? No. Oh! Someone, oh. someone was talking about this before. So why, not, why not just make them dig, like, digital downloads? If they did that, they will destroy the cinema companies. Like, because people will watch all these things that are going to make the cinemas a lot of money. Uh, they're probably putting a lot of mm-hmm. sort of eggs into the baskets of being able to premiere uh, a quiet place and that kind of thing. As soon as everyone's watching them at home, uh, which most most people would anyway, they're probably going to pirate them. But um, the cinemas yeah. are going to lose out on so much, so much of that wonga, so much of that tasty wongas. It's going to slip <laughs> out. I think it completely. De- <laughs> It depends. So, so the so the cinema industry, so the box office Hollywood film industry mm-hmm. was the lowest since like the late nineties. Um, I read today when Bring It On was in cinemas, that was the last time things were this bad in terms of making so much money. And obviously, I guess we've had yeah. we had The Hunt and we had Bloodshot out on Friday, so not like terrible like choice of oh, what's mate. going to be out. A couple of quite interesting ones. I decided to go and watch one of those. So did you? Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, so essentially, it's good. if if it seems like this is going to be for a, a little while mm-hmm. of completely stopping any sort of social interaction, then surely putting something on demand is going to make up a, a bit, accrue a little bit of that wonga, rather than just completely lose out for weekends on end. Well, I mean, I'll put the, that to you, Luke Condor. Yeah, the the production companies and, and the financiers. Yeah, but not the cinemas. The cinemas that. Oh, yeah. you mean the actual cinemas? I got you. I got you. Yeah, the okay. cinemas are going to lose that out makes, tons of money. They're like, that makes that makes a lot more sense. It's like they had product that they thought they were going to have to sell, and they maybe staffed up yeah. for it, put posters up, and we know those posters are expensive. <laughs> so, do you think if the government say don't go out, don't go to the cinema, don't be in a group of more than however many people, eventually we're all just going to go around in those zorbs to the cinema? Yeah. Wheeling yeah. ourselves in bubble boy style. I like I like going to the cinema as well, and especially like going to the cinema when there's hardly anybody there. So it's not something I kind of think of as being my number I'd, one social. Yeah, I prefer and, if if we had a cinema each. That would be ideal. Yeah, yeah. Let's put that to them. Let's cinemas each for people. Boris, <laughs> sort of there. <laughs> Boris, cinemas, cinemas each. Come on, everyone should have a cinema. Everyone should have a restaurant, and everyone should have like a bowling complex. That's the that's the free that that's the holy trinity there. Yeah, you'll be entertained for at least an evening. Have you um, stuff? So in terms of entertainment, have you got like stuff to do at home? What are you going to be doing to entertain? Oh yourself? yeah. Well, I'm I mean, still then, at work. I'm still know. currently. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Other than, <laughs> other than the obvious. Other than uh, yeah, stroking a small animal. Uh, so <laughs> so uh. I'm still at work, so think life hasn't really changed drastically for me. It, w- currently. it will, though. Do you not think? Do you think your office will say you lot need to go home? I, I, I kind of hope so, but at the same time, I don't know. I feel like they got their claws in currently. 
Mm. And I don't know why, because I work for a company that's like the alcohol industry. So if people stop going to pubs and restaurants and clubs, people are going to stop selling alcohol. Like we're we're not going to be needed while this is going down. Yeah. I mean, it's pretty ter- it is pretty terrifying. We discussed this before we recorded. Like it's pretty scary stuff. Like I was definitely a couple of weeks ago going, "Don't worry about this shit. Come on, we're better off." It, the government wants us scared so they can control us. Yeah. And I still believe I still believe that to a degree. At the same time, like this is starting. I mean, it's I so, because... if they're going to try, if they're trying to scare us or not, it's still going to have an impact on like our jobs and finances and the way. Yeah. I don't know the way the country goes in the next this, year. What's scary about what's scary about this stuff is that you we can't we don't really know when it's going to end. When's the like end? Yeah. The end game. When do we know when this is going to like finish? And will it have constant repercussions that like last for years on end? Probably. Uh, yeah, but to answer that question, I've got loads of stuff to do. I've got games. I've got like, games I've so not games. played. Yeah. I've got book, books I've <laughs> yeah. not read. I've got never-ending cycle of films that I want to watch. Uh, the only thing I need to worry about is like sustenance and uh, wiping my ass because obviously people are people are really take that on terms on terms of people's <laughs> list of like keeping entertained, fed, and watered. Wiping yeah. their ass seems to be right at the top yeah. on that list, which. Uh, I got a lot of respect for people for that. Mate, I uh, I always stuck. I always buy bulk buys a toilet roll. Like, it's just cheaper, and you just keep it in there. I mean, there's yeah. nothing worse than running well, out a toilet roll. Listen, listen to if if you if that's what you're saying, Luke. And again, I respect you for that. I've never usually got more than four. Four is like my my limit. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to. You don't have to be too so tempted. Because like, if you like, you're using yeah. uh, like got four, four sheets at a go. If you've got that, like too many. Yeah. I know what you mean. I'll be get, I'll be going mad. <laughs> I've got like a palace, like a oh, yeah, fort so... made of them. Just <laughs> <laughs> showing off. But currently, uh, but despite that, I bought a pack of nine recently, which uh, for me was really pushing the boat out. Big spend. That was nuts. Uh, so yeah, other things that have been postponed: <laughs> uh, the New Mutants, which feels like it's been oh really again like pushed back, postponed forever. By the time it comes out, it'll be uh, the old mutants. It's been a bloody old mutants. All the actors and the actresses in these films will be ten years older in real life than they were in this film. Um, so that Guillermo del Toro produced Antlers, which we spoke about briefly, has oh, been postponed yeah. as well. Ah, oh, um, so, so that's been postponed, even though it wasn't wasn't supposed to be released until April the thirteenth. Yeah. Uh, Stranger Things four, the work on that has been postponed. Walking Dead and Fear the Walking Dead, like shooting of that, has been postponed. Jurassic World Dominion, which recently started shooting, that's been postponed. Uh, Matrix 4 and The Batman, both been postponed as well. I mean, these are things that are going to affect our day-to-day lives, Luke. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Yeah. Well, maybe people can start watching old films again. People don't watch old films anymore. It's always got to be the films that came out this month. Why not films that yeah. came out last month? This month, last year. Yeah. Yeah. Classics. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like I need to keep like laughing and making jokes about it because I feel like if I don't, I'll be crippled by fear oh, yeah, and yeah. depression. Yeah. So as many as many jokes as you've got, keep firing them at me. I want to hear them okay. all. All right. But not ones that disrespect too many people because people noticed, are dying. But you yeah. know, ones, ones that make light of human nature. Have <laughs> yeah. you noticed that coronavirus is a bit like that? Name of that popular beer brand, Peroni. Oh. Yeah, it is similar, isn't it? A few, yeah. few letters. Amazing. I mean, dis- don't mean to disregard that joke, Luke. But I was just is trying that to make light of the done? situation. 
is that beer brand is that beer brand done forever? Peroni is it finished. The other one. Oh, um, it's not very. I'd, I've I've got some Corona. I bought some Corona yesterday. I'm going to drink it. Have you got coronavirus? Have you got a, a lime in your neck? <laughs> <laughs> that's the first symptom. <laughs> a lime in your neck. Yeah. Yeah, that's the first symptom <laughs> of coronavirus. You end up with a lime segment in your neck. You have to cough it up. Cough it up. Um, I'll, I'll let you know how my neck goes in the next couple of days. Uh, I'm gonna after this podcast. I'm gonna go drink a Corona, and I'm gonna bloody well enjoy it. No matter what Boris says. I respect says. you for that. Yeah. I don't give a fuck. All right. Okay. Some more news. News. So we're going to get a Resident... We're keeping up Resident Evil 3 news every week on uh, in this we're new section. So I'm going to keep the going. The podcast that people go to to find out the latest on Resident 3. True. True. All of the Resident... All the official Resident Evil channels are completely void when it comes yeah. to the news. <laughs> it's us. So we're going to get... A tr- we're going to get a demo for... Resident Evil 3 is dropping on March the 19th, so this Thursday. Um, no word yet whether it's going to be like a one-shot demo, which Resident Evil 2 was like, where you kind of like have a certain time to get to a certain place or whatever it's going to be. That was pretty good. That was like an event in itself. So yeah. maybe they'll do a yeah, yeah. thing. Yeah. Exactly. So um, very, very interesting. I'm going to be getting onto that. I might do a little playthrough video as well, possibly, because I love that shit. But yeah, very excited. Glad to get my hands on it. And uh, hell yeah. Um, was there anything else? I feel like there was something else, but I can't remember. Have you got any news? No news, I'm afraid. Which is good news. No news, that's it. Basically, basically coronavirus is the news. Because yeah. the thing is, if we get news and trailers <laughs> about films, all anyone's yeah. going to think at, the, at this current time is, when it, will oh, it be released? God. That fucking it's really strange. When you go to the cinema and it says now for your now for the everybody's favorite part of the movies, the trailers. I think fuck off. <laughs> Just... fuck, fuck off. <laughs> fuck off. Here. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, oh, yeah. oh wait. Okay, I got one more. Yeah. One more. Another gaming one. Doom Eternal is going to be released on Friday. Doom. Which you know Eternal. might be a really satisfying. <laughs> Doom Eternal. Basically, it's the girl band Eternal from the 90s. Um, and they've been put into... Uh, uh, Hell has invaded their recording studio and you've got to, like, fight your way out. I, I, I mean, need to finish that's the first probably one. Be... As in the... Please finish the, the first one. Yeah. First Doom Eternal. Um, <laughs> it's going to be a perfect way to, like, distract yourself by mowing down loads of um, hellish demons. And I guess find think ourselves lucky that we haven't been invaded by... Flesh-eating hell Life demons. Life ain't so bad. There's no hell demons. <laughs> ain't Life so bad, mate. All right. Life's all right. Yeah. We're doing all right, mate. We? We're doing all right. <laughs> yeah. We're all doing all right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so that's pretty much it. Luke Condor, what have you been watching this Let's week? Talk about the big film on everyone's lips, the tips of their lips, the hunt. I had no interest in watching this at all. Because I mean, from the trailers, which I didn't enjoy watching, uh, it set it up as in a, as a bog standard. Some rich people steal some poor people and they're going to hunt them down. It seemed like the ready or not uh, genre. A bit battle royale, a bit, you know, all the standard stuff. But I didn't expect this film to be so playful and twisty-turny and kind of satirical in a sort of stupid way, in a stupid, fun, South Parky kind of yeah. way. Yeah, I mean, 
if anyone's looking at this film and finding it genuinely offensive for any reason, like I've seen a lot of yeah. right wing people, left wing people sort of saying it sends up this, sends up that, like it clearly knows what it's doing and it doesn't take itself seriously at all. I thought the and whole. It doesn't take. Go on. You go on. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I think at the start, like there's um, there's like, you, this is sort of spoilers, I guess, but not really. But at the start, he keeps introducing the person who he thinks is the main character, and then they get killed. Yeah, and it keeps happening. And then there's a person who falls into like a thing of spikes, and then he help uh, the main character at that point pulls them out, and then he stands on a landmine and it blows up, and then she lands back on the spikes. I kind of feel like that cartoonishness there was like, look, mm. this isn't a serious film. Like, yeah. this is a sort of a fun, sort of insane film. And it goes there. And what's her name? Um, I haven't seen Glow. Uh, but what's... Uh... Oh, Betty Gilpin. She is outstanding. She's now, she, fantastic she was in, in this. She was in The Grudge. She was in The Grudge. And I was like, can't wait to see Betty Gilpin in The Grudge. Grudge yeah. was awful. She was really underused. But mm. she is like... I read someone on Twitter where someone said she should basically write the book and I had to be a final girl in like a horror film. Yeah. After this film. Well, I, so I, on, on the Guardian review, we, this film's not been getting great reviews. I think you've got two stars on, on Guardian website. Uh, and it was all about one of the comments in there. I don't know why I read the comments. It just gets me mad. But there's a person talking about how... Straight to the comments. There's a person complaining about horror movies, how they all... It's always about women getting beaten, stabbed, abused in various ways. And I was just thinking, she's obviously not seeing this film because Betty... What's her name? Gilpin. She's an absolute badass. She's like action star level badass in this film, and it's amazing. Like she's fantastic in yeah. this. She really, really is good. She is good, and it's like it doesn't break the mold in any way. Really, there's there's nothing there's nothing about this film that I found particularly you know mold breaking. However, I did enjoy it, and uh, initially, when films kept you know when it was banned sort of last year, mm. and it got I know everything on the poster saying it's like so controversial for whatever reason yeah yeah. it seems to be the reason it's controversial is from opinions of people who haven't seen it yeah yeah it seems people have made their mind up already without having any idea of what it's actually about so i think it was about 30 minutes into the film because i sat back in my chair and i perked up and i sat up and i was like oh i have no idea what's going to happen from here now <laughs> this is pretty cool as um i think i enjoyed it more than you i saw you give it a three stars on a on Letterboxd. A three I'd, stars. I'd be yeah, more yeah, like I a think... four, four. Maybe a bit under a four. Oh. But uh, yeah. I just think it was genuinely quite surprising. See, um, I'd probably give it a high three. I tend to do a three on Letterboxd where I give, give it a three star, but I also yeah. like it. So that's almost like a high three for me. There's a bit that really made me laugh. I don't think it goes... With the... Um, uh, there's the shopkeepers and the guy starts drinking the drink and she screams that it's poison. I won't say anymore, <laughs> yeah. but yeah, it's funny. It's uh, there. There was a. I won't say anymore ever, but there was a bit that made me laugh where a character becomes convinced that another character is basically lying. Yeah, and you kind of think, of course he's not lying, and yeah. then it reveals <laughs> revealed that he is lying, and that reveals was awesome. Was pissing me pants. Yeah, it's good. It's it's uh, it's, it's, one, it's. I mean, when I, when I think about like this year, we've had the Invisible Man. Uh, this was mm-hmm. something else. Wasn't there something else that was pretty good that came out this year so far? the cinema uh, I feel yeah. like we're doing pretty well Maybe. this year already for horror movies yeah I mean I've, I've seen some I've, I've seen some shit this year I mean I've already seen <laughs> oh, yeah, I've like, The Grudge the, Bo- yeah. the Grudge The Boy 2 Fancy Island oh, these are things that I didn't particularly enjoy yeah. but The Hunt yeah 
that's a middle of the ra- middle of the road one. Uh, and then yeah, things like Underwater was good. Oh, Underwater, that's fun. If you could yeah, say yeah. yeah, yeah. Underwater was good. Uh, yeah, I think we're doing all right so far for March for horror films at, at least, not for like real life. I'm real life f- is a real horror movie. Am I right? <laughs> yeah, I'm just having to flick through my my quarter one films. So look, look, look at this. So like these are like the more the horror-y type of ones, I guess. Uh, Under the Silver Lake, which is sort of horrorish, but uh, Cut Out of Space, which I loved. Mm-hmm. Come to Daddy, that was a lot of fun. Daniel isn't real. That was a really interesting and fun horror movie. Invisible Man, yeah, that. VFW didn't really. Invisible Man, uh, and then The yeah. Hunt. That's yeah, some cool films this year. Oh, so I'm currently just reading that Universal is releasing The Invisible Man, The Hunt. Emma and a film called Trolls World Tour, which I think is like the first Trolls movie, on demand. Um, I, I guess I don't think they should do that. I think our cinemas aren't going to last long if they do this. Ah, uh, yeah. I mean, it's a shame because I've always, I'm always kind of feel like cinema will never die, and then something like this happens, and it's a bit like fuck. I think if anything, something like this really shows us how how close to the bone. Yeah, every industry is yeah. like to being completely obliterated. But they always say that everyone's always two months from homelessness. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, we're never that far. Maybe that's just to make us feel scared <laughs> and to keep us working. I don't know. Um, yeah, but so, um, what, about, me. what about you? Did you watch anything? Uh, yeah, so I watched the hunt. I did. I went and rewatched um, Monster, the Charlie Theron as Eileen Mornos. Never seen it. Movie. Never seen it. Well, I've definitely. I've seen, I it. thought I hadn't seen it, but then when, yeah. I, when I was watching it, I was like, "Yeah, I've definitely seen this before." So it's directed by Patty Jenkins, who did yeah. Wonder Woman and the soon released Wonder Woman eighty four, and she didn't done much else. So I thought that was a bit of an odd. Yeah. To to have to do have a film that did so well with the Academy Awards and then not make anything for so long. Uh, yeah, but Shirley Theron just pretty much disappears into the role of Eileen Mornos, and I guess it kind of presents the crimes in a way that doesn't kind of make you side of anybody. Like you know their crimes, and you know that she's a serial killer. But you kind of understand her, but you don't like think that she's right. If that makes sense, yeah. You kind I of know, I don't know where really I stand with all the, the, line. the true crime stuff. Like it just seems to idolize. Maybe not. I've not not seen this, but the, I don't uh, think it idolizes her. It okay. definitely portrays her as um, someone who's very damaged. But it kind of explains her past a little bit, so you kind of understand why. Yeah. Why she does what she does, but don't kind of. There was yeah, the uh, the Ted that. Bundy one. Um, I only watched a bit of the documentary, oh, yeah. but there was a point where he, like, uh, he escaped prison for the second time, and he makes out that he's mm. some kind of like uh, rough, like ragamuffin sort of rough and tumble, cheeky yeah, ragamuffin. sort of guys. Yeah, from prison again. Well, what a cheeky dude! But he was like, uh, he murdered tons of people, like in really like horrible ways. So I don't know. Yeah, um, I don't know how I feel about all that, but yeah, I've not seen it. I, I will watch it. Apparently, it's good. Yeah, 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 that's true. Yeah. Um, I also watched a film called Swallow. Have you heard of this? I've not even heard of it, but you put it in a Facebook group. Uh, it looked looks good from the yeah. Poster. So I mean, I'd only just heard of it sort of like last week. The poster's great. Yeah, the poster's really good. Um, but this is a film directed by Carlo Mirabella Davis, who's done something else maybe. Anyway, so it's about Hunter, a newly pregnant housewife, finds her, herself increasingly compelled to consume dangerous objects. What does that mean? And I was like, <laughs> she eats things. So she eats like marbles, thumbtacks, batteries, 
sharp things, scary things, things that should definitely kill her. Yeah, and it's almost like is it good? It's a weird like that. There's a lot of sort of um, it's obviously metaphors for stuff, and there's obviously a lot of subtext. But yeah, I really enjoyed it. It was a really good, quite arty, quite quite slow burn, but a really good arty. performance from the main actress, yeah. Haley Bennett, is the main actress in that. Yeah, um, yeah I, re- I really liked it. It was. It was kind of like it was unnerving and unsettling, but and you were constantly thinking like where it was going to go next, and mm. it wasn't. I've read a few things that say it's like quite body horror-ish, but I wouldn't say it was like that at all. Again, okay. another film which could probably easily not sit within the horror genre, but it is labelled as a horror film. Yeah, if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> yeah, and apart from that, anything else? Well, uh, read a book, a sort of horror book that's pretty good. Called the Flesh Molders Love Song by a guy called Roland Blackburn, uh, and it's about a guy whose mum, his aunt, even has cancer. She's gonna die, um, and at some point he realizes that he has a sort of a power. He can mold flesh uh, in any way he sort of wants mm. to. Uh, so it starts out he gets mugged, and he accidentally uh, grabs his mugger's hand, and he, like the guy swells into a big tumescent mass, and like. Uh, he runs away. And then from there, he realizes that he can sculpt himself. He can sculpt people into better looking versions of themselves. Um, give himself a longer penis. You know, mate, or a shorter mate, one. Bloody look. Does he do that? Uh, Does he give himself a longer penis? Uh, I think it may be being implied. <laughs> <laughs> it may have been implied. <laughs> Suddenly, his knob is long. <laughs> End of chapter. Uh, and then... That was actually a really long chapter, that one. And um, then... Uh, he gets crazy. These people are sort of chasing him, and also he decides that he he needs to be, like take this cancer out of his mum, his aunt, even. Uh, but that's yeah. a bad thing. Uh, but yeah, it's decent. It's really cool. It's really decent. Um, the only thing because quick... he's got to take it. Is he got to take the cancer into himself? Is that why? I'm not going to say. I'm not going to say. Oh. Oh. Uh, I will say. Been playing a lot of Shadow of Colossus as well, which is the remake oh. game. It's not horror, but it's a sort of a dark fantasy sort of game. Have you played it? Uh, so I've played bits of it, but I never played it that much back in the day. But I have downloaded it on PlayStation uh, mm. to play. Obviously, now that things are, we have a lot of time on our hands. Are we playing that? Yeah, it's um, it's a weird one. You you play a guy. Uh, I can't remember his name. Uh, David or something like that, and his wife Janet is dead. Uh, and he needs to, he kind of bring her back to life, uh, and he has to do. He's, he's, there's all these colossus around this desolate, empty fantasy world. And he has to go around killing all these giant creatures, which are sort of like giant cows. Like they all sort of have yep. a sort of bovine, playful. They don't look yeah. like they deserve to be killed. Like they're not evil creatures. There's a weird thing where you finally manage to kill one. You feel proud, but you also feel really. The music comes in. You're like I've done a bad thing. I, <laughs> I should have done. I killed that Colossus. Yeah. Yep. If, if ever I hear that music again, doesn't matter what I would have done. If I've just washed the parts, but I've left one on the side. Mm. I'll hear that music again. Oh no, right. I've done a bad thing. Better wash all the parts. Go do that last part. Um, I I bought over the weekend, and I've been playing a little bit of the Blair Witch game on PlayStation oh, yeah, cool. as well. Yeah. Uh. Yeah, seems pretty interesting so far. Quite an interesting take on the on the story. 
Well, on the premise, sorry, of there being a bloody Blair Witch in the woods. Is it like Resi 7, 7 Outlasty sort of horror? I guess so. But I mean, I don't think I'm quite, I've quite delved into the horror elements of it enough yet. Okay. Currently, I've got a dog with you, you've got a dog with you called Bullet, who kind of has got lots of different um, controls and different things you can do with the dog. It's kind of all built around that, like the dog finding things and you following the dog and all that, all that jazz. Mm-hmm. You've got like PTSD, so it's all a bit, you know, wobbly yeah <laughs> uh, you know what i mean by that it's yeah. all a bit it gets all a bit wobbly does the uh, controller get wobbly yeah so the controller gets a bit wobbly so i like yeah. it so far but you know maybe the maybe a bad time to start it because with the resident evil 3 demo coming out and the oh, new yeah. doom game coming out i'm worried that i'm probably going to get distracted but you know i wanted to give it a go so let's yeah. give it a go yeah there you go um over that i've just uh well, I watched a lot of Hell's Kitchen. That's <laughs> what I do when I'm. Oh right. When I'm uh, not wanting to invest emotionally or mentally into anything, I just put Hell's Kitchen on. Why not? Yeah, I like that. I like, I yeah. like stuff. I like a bit of Hell's Kitchen. I do the same, but I watch uh, Catfish on MTV. Oh yeah, we've been through all of those. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I mean it's fascinating. I'm not really one for reality almost, TV, but this almost is kind of every stuff. time it's some. Uh, the format always works out pretty much the same. There was that one guy who uh, he turned out to be a guy who was trying to. He, we didn't know if he was gay or not. Have you seen that one? It's like the most. The is most it with famous... the guy who was like trying to just screw people up, and he comes in slow clapping? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, well, obviously, you. uh, like... gay. Mm, I don't think so. No? Why are you like, started you romantic? Been in a sexual relationship. Why you got me there? In a sexual relationship with this man. <laughs> For like twenty, for like two years or something, he goes, "Yeah, well, that's a good point, actually." Maybe I am. Um, yeah, and I also, sorry, one, I've just remember one other thing. I watched Spirited Away for the first time. Oh, a, so a lot of these Studio yeah. Ghibli, a lot yeah. of these Studio Ghibli films are on Netflix now, which mm. is going to give me a chance to go and watch them because I know, again, I've never, I don't think I've seen them, like any of them, which probably sounds mad. Yeah. We had a big DVD but Spirit, box. Spirited Away. Go on, sorry. Okay. Spirited Away has like got loads of horror elements in it. Yeah. Some of this stuff's like truly, the truly pigs. distressing. Yeah, yeah. Pigs, like the face, the the no face ghost dude. Um, and just the story in general is like pretty horrible. Like a kid, basically, parents just turn into pigs and she's suddenly working in a bathhouse. It's messed up. Yeah, getting a job. Yeah. Horror. I, uh, yeah, we, we had the, the box set, so we went through tons of them. Graveyard of the Fireflies is the truly grueling one. <laughs> I wouldn't recommend anyone looking for a, a good time well, what other ones would you recommend then for me so i i think i've got my neighbor totoro wrap up next and that's not, not my favorite a lot of people like that one but that's not my favorite princess mononoke is a sort of a mm-hmm. dark fantasy that's really good tales from Earthsea. i've not seen that one i think um what's the one howl's moving castle is great um yep. let's give all these a go let's give all these a castle go. i've got sky. on the list mate yeah castle in the sky that's good Mm-hmm. Uh, Spirited Away is and Ponyo as well. That's a good one. Yeah, Spirited Away and House Moving Castle, they're my favourites. Yeah. Yeah. Sweet. Let's, I'll get on it. Oh, get on it. Yeah. But uh, Nightbreed, the director's yeah. cut, right? I... We watched the same one. We did watch the same one, yeah. Shall I give you a bit of a yes, please. rundown? So, Nightbreed um, is a 1990. <laughs> American dark fantasy horror film written and directed by Clive, Clive Barker based on his 1988 novella Cabal 
which I'm currently reading, Luke Condor, a 1989 original print, or 1988 original oh, yeah. print. It's, oh, yeah. it's literally, it's uh, battered. So the film follows an unstable mental patient named Aaron Boone, who is falsely led to believe by his doctor that he is a serial killer. Um, oh, Jesus. Immediately, basically, this is a this isn't a premise. It's basically just telling you the story of the whole film. Yeah. So, a troubled young man is drawn to a mythical place called Midian, where a variety of friendly monsters are hiding from humanity. Meanwhile, a sadistic serial killer is looking for a patsy. Maybe he's just <laughs> looking for a pasty. Maybe he's looking for a pasty. It's basically our real monsters, but like for adults. You ever yeah. Monsters? <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, um, yeah, dude. Yeah, this one's a weird one, isn't it? It's um, it's not quite as I mean, with the Danny Elfman soundtrack as well, it's got more of a dark fantasy feel, Cirque du Soleil yeah. sort of feel going on to it with it. I mean, I don't know if it's aged as well as Hellraiser and Candyman. I feel like those ones are no. still kind of scary. This one feels it, cheesy now. It almost feels like the the budget, the like for the the actual practical effects, which mm-hmm. must have been astronomical because the amount of different monsters and beasts and just weird things that appear on the screen, yeah, sometimes yeah. for like a split second, I'm like, what? Like, basically, I spent this whole film like this. What the fuck was that? <laughs> what the fuck? They're, they're my favorite what moments, the actually. The bits where it's like people are going through Midian, the city of the demons, and it's like, yeah. it's like they're going through a, a bizarre, it's like it's like a Turkish bazaar, <laughs> uh, yeah. but not quite as horrible. Uh, but it's. Um, <laughs> It's it's yeah those are the best bits. Uh, it, it, it's, I don't like the um the sort of more Buffy the Vampire Slayer sort of moments in it. If you know that, which sort that's, of that's I mean. true actually. I was I, I did kind of get I definitely got that that vibe with a lot of this stuff. Mm-hmm. I think like David Cronenberg is definitely a highlight of this film. I think without him and without that sort of I guess you call it a side plot. Yeah, well, it's kind you, of like a side plot. Yeah, yeah. He's yeah, like the without yeah, him. So, Without him, I think this film would have been really, really like cheesy and really Buffy the Vampire Slayer. But he adds this sort of element to it, which I think is really interesting. Well, it's like an iconic look as well, the old, old button eyes. Yeah, in in the book as well, it's it's a little bit different. It's like an extra layer that they they weren't able to get across in the in the film. Yeah, so I'm about halfway through the book, and I've, so far it feels pretty similar to the film. But maybe that's because I watched the director's cut. But yeah, there's a couple of extra yeah. little tidbits. Well, it's got like the mask. Um, oh, I don't know. Maybe I won't spoil. I think like there's a. Don't spoil a book for me, mate. Okay. <laughs> All right. Okay. Uh, I'll maybe spoil a little bit, but don't worry. It's not like a big spoiler. It's just a. Right. Why okay. is that? In I'm all right. Okay. I'm a big boy. Okay. Uh, so um, we've got Craig Sheffer as the main dude, Aaron Boone, who uh, I recognise him from something, but I don't know what. Maybe it's just this. He was in this film, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah. He was and, in this film. And Bobby. Don't recognise her, the girlfriend character. No, I don't think I recognise her either. David Cronenberg. Cronenberg. David Cronenberg, yep. I wonder I wonder how and why he became, like, uh, like involved in this film as an actor. Yeah, it's weird, is it? Rather think- than... Uh, he, he always comes across in like, interviews as a quite cold person, but um, mm. he seems quite hammy in this in a sort of fun way. Still, he still has a cold, yeah, yeah, cold clinicalness to him, but it works for the character. So obviously, he's had small roles in some things, hasn't he? Like he was in The Fly, like in a little dream sequence. He's like the gynecologist I mean, um, yeah. and video 
and Videodrome as well. He's like, uh, I think he's uncredited as something or someone. Yeah. So yeah, before this, he, before this, he kind of dabbled in being on the screen. Um, but yeah, I guess this was his first like big role. Yeah, he's good. Maybe they swap. Well. Maybe they swap roles. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, he's great. <clears throat> Who else we got? Charles Hayde as police captain Argument. Uh, I think he's in the latter half of the film. There's a lot of characters in this film, actually. Um, There's like a whole sort of... It's a bit of a... a, bit of a um, like a Hollyoaks soap opera, this film. Like, it feels like there's a lot of... Uh... Well, the police captain kind of appears about halfway through and then becomes like one of the main sort of antagonists. Yeah. Yeah. It's really weird. Uh, there's another character who... Well, there's quite a lot. I mean, there's a lot of demons, but there's a, maybe a couple who show up a few times. Narcisse... Uh, he has like a removable face. Although I don't know if yeah. he has because he only removes the side bits. Like the face yeah, bit is the same. True. The uh, face bit's still there, yeah. There's a guy with like dreads who's like a vampire man who He looks who, like um he's like a vampire pirate. He Yeah. He, he kinda looks like Ivan Ooze from Yeah. He yeah. looks like Ivan Ooze from Barry. There's a weird one who looks like a sort of um porcupine. Yeah. And I find there's a really odd bit. I guess we'll get into it, but there's a really, really odd bit where she kind of like tries to be all sexy and like some men, police officers, like go, "Oh, there she is! Oh, look at her!" It's like she's fucking terrifying. Yeah, she's got no nose. She looks like looks terrifying. She's like got spikes all over, and she starts being all sexy. You wouldn't go, "Oh yeah, I'm into this." Come on in, let's let's go for it. Maybe they've got a thing like cactuses. I don't know, or little pricks. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, I mean, there's, there's tons of demon characters. There's uh, also what's his face shows up. Um, Doug Bradley, as I think his name is Lyle Lylesworth or something. He's a guy instead of pins on his head, he's got eyes, eye head. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. No pins. He's got eyes, and he's got like uh, yeah. He serves. He's like the acolyte and lawgiver. Apparently, is he the one with little scratches on his face? Yeah, but the the eyes aren't they? They open up at the end. Yeah, yeah. I just yeah. keep, yeah, that's right. I just thought they were scratches, and I just thought, give him a little dab with a flannel because they're <laughs> You're leaking. bleeding. Yeah, uh, you're leaking everywhere. You mug. Who else? There's a guy with like, there's a guy with uh, like tentacles that come out of his belly button. There's another guy who I can only assume his special power is that he, or his special thing is that he has like tattoos. Um, and he's a like a little weasel man. There's the there's, yeah, there's the, like a little a little guy with a dog as well. Yeah, basically. <laughs> All of the Nightbreed, there's no consistency to how fucking weird they are. Some of them are like literal abominations, and other ones are just like humans, but with a bit of a weird addition. Well, there does seem to be like some that are types of species, though, aren't there? Like, uh, there's yeah, some that like... It's messed uh, up. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay, so uh, we, start the, we start the film. Um, it's like a dream sequence, but it's got a sort of Nightmare Before Christmas song going on. Oh, that's home alone. It's got something that's a bit that that sort of way, and um, there's like yeah. there's some of them doing cartwheels. I don't. Why are they doing cartwheels? This is the thing. I don't like it when people are doing backflips for no reason. People should not be doing parkour in a horror movie. Like this ain't JLS, is it? This JLS ain't... on stage. This What's is... that one? The X Factor one, uh, Div- Divinity or something? And they've got the little kid with the afro. Diversity. Yeah. Diversity. Yeah. It's, it's like it's got talent, actually, Luke. Okay, well, come on. But it's got like the the start opening sequence is like what's his name Boone is having a dream of Midian, but it's like 
diversity are sort of chasing him. Yeah. <laughs> oh, he's got to do I mean, that afro. would be scary. <laughs> He'd be terrified. It's yeah. a bloody little kid with the glasses. He's after me. Yeah. Idiot. Yeah, uh, it's all pretty messed up. He, he wakes up, doesn't he? He does. <laughs> uh, and then uh, what, what's he goes? Oh yeah, so he he lives in like a nice attic with his with his girlfriend, who's a singer in a like an eighties pop band. Yeah, there's a really weird bit where she we get to see her performer, but we get to see way too much of it. We get to see like the whole song. Yeah, yeah. And I think the song's even at, even during the end credits as well. So that. Is this song have they got like the rights to this song and they're just like we're really gonna drag it out? Yeah. We're gonna make the most of this. It's either that or more. Yeah, they've just got the Home Alone soundtrack. So Boone is uh getting the impression that he's he's got a trouble past um he's got a six pack. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. As well. <laughs> a triple pass down a six-pack yeah, is, yeah. is always uh, the right ingredients for a hero in a film. Uh, but he's got like, um, why does this girlfriend want to go see the doctor? Uh, you were making, oh, you were, say, you were saying Midian in your sleep again. It's time for you Midian. to go. Who's Midian? Midian. <laughs> I'd be like, Midian, that's like a brand of symbol, isn't it? <laughs> I was like, what, what are you saying that for? <laughs> but, uh, it's not, I mean, I'm pretty sure it's not, but it's, it sounds like it. Savior or something. Um, so they're like, get yourself to the bloody, get yourself to the psychotherapist. His it's name's Philip Decker. And he's a lovely bloke. And he's got a load of photos of grisly murders he wants to show you for some reason. Yeah. What's the reason? Well, he says, I want you to come around. I need to show you something. I'm not going to tell you. I'm going to be super ominous about it. So get worried now. And then uh, he either flashes back. Yeah, I hate that. Or he goes out. He puts on the mask and goes slashing. It's like an old school slasher film where... He goes to like a family, mm-hmm. slashes them up, and takes some photos. And then when Boone turns up, he says, "Look at what you've done! <laughs> Look at what yeah, you've yeah. done!" Yeah, yeah. You'd be like, 
hang on a minute, that wasn't me. And you go, no, 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 you've he, done this. He pushes you've done his this, nose, you like, you know, like people push dog's nose into the piss. Look what you've done. <laughs> <laughs> With the photos of the people he's brutally murdered. Look at what, yeah, look what you've done. Yeah. He's, he's really convincing, though, because like he tells him, he's like, look what you've done. He's like, no, I didn't do it. And he goes, I think you've done it. He goes, maybe I did do it. Yeah. And then, <laughs> he's he, just so and then he trumps. Easily convinced. That was you as well. <laughs> I don't think it was. It bloody was. Fucking stink! <laughs> Stinking up my office. You sicko. Look what you've done. Okay. <laughs> and then, um, oh, you said i will give you like 24 hours notice or time to run away. Or I can't remember. Um, but yeah, I'll oh, come clean. To come clean. Gonna, yeah, I'm gonna go to the police, but I'll give you 24 hours to come <laughs> clean. You mug. Yeah, but, um, uh, but yeah, then he yeah. drugs him, doesn't he? He drugs him with he disguises it as lithium. Okay, he says, Have a bit of lithium. This is this is sort you out. It's a love of you, and it turns out to be LSD, which I can imagine is tricky for somebody. Uh, okay, and with, then he gets ran over. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and then he gets like flattened by a truck and taken to hospital. What a klutz, eh? Yeah. What a klutz. Get yourself, you've got so much to worry about. Oh, no, it's a truck. I mean, it's amazing, really, um, because he gets taken to the hospital and placed in a bed next to the man shouting about Midian. It's kismet. Oh, it's, yeah, I mean, that's, that's, a, that's a coincidence, isn't it? Did yeah. you say Midian? Did I say what? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, so this guy is Narcisse. 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 Uh, yeah. He's then he's off. He's off his nut. Um, he's convinced that Boone is there to test him, um, and then he gives Boone directions to Midian, and then thinks he's got to do something to prove himself. So he tears his, the skin off his face to show his true face. Yeah, it's which, um, I'm it looks, which I'm assuming looks the same as his current face because when we see him again, he's all right. I tell you, the face isn't removable. Isn't the, that's the bit that stays the same? It's all the other bits. Uh, and his hair, it's got like a mullet as well that doesn't seem to come off. Uh, but yeah, he's um, yeah. he's screaming. It's glued on. He's screaming, I'm, I'm a Midian, Midian. man. <laughs> uh, then everyone runs in, the police the turn Midian. up. Dr. Deckard turns up as well. Um, and he's like, look. He's just, Dr. Deckard, he seems to be allowed to go anywhere at any time. Dr. Dickhead. He's just like, like. Right, get Dr. Bloody Dickhead. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, um, they, but by this point, Boone's a bit more convinced about Midian. Uh, but Doctor Decker chases him out. Bad boy, uh, chases him out of the out of the uh, hospital. Look at what you've done. You've done this <laughs> to about the dead. You've the done this. Face. I haven't done it. You <laughs> have, yeah. and yeah, and you trumped again. You dirty after him. bastard. <laughs> arrest that man. After him. We can't. We can't arrest a man for farting. Are you well? <laughs> Yeah. Um, so <laughs> the chase Boone out of him. He goes to the, um, the big graveyard. Um, it's like a giant graveyard. And when, it's like a giant graveyard. But when when you when they get into the graveyard, it's basically a TV set from Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Yeah, yeah. It's where she right. goes hunting vampires. Yeah. It's where she goes. Yeah. And why, why wouldn't you? I mean, to be fair, so, uh, what is Buffy's like a late nineties. This is late eighties. So I mean, it's ahead of its time. For sure. Yeah, well, this celebrated 40 years of what being, a, <laughs> really? being a film recently. That's actually insane. Yeah, that is actually insane. Okay. No, no, apologies. Apologies. 30 years okay. of being a film. That's which a is long the, time. I think that was, yeah. the orig- 
originally that was the reason we mentioned this to do this because of the 30 yeah. years and uh so did you say you've seen this before Are we i've seen it a few times that? yeah 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 okay. so i don't think i've seen it but again i'm familiar with a lot of the visuals i just don't think i've actually sat down and watched it my bad yeah okay so around this point how are you feeling about it uh yeah i thought it was pretty cheesy i thought it was pretty over the top but i was kind of enjoying it i watched it uh, me and my girlfriend watched it we were kind of like just laughing along to various things and you know yeah. shit talking it you know when you're just shit talking a film going oh yeah look at these bloody idiots look at these idiots oh yeah oh, yeah yeah hate watching you were hate watching it <laughs> i don't know about hate watching okay. i didn't want to hate in it yeah. like yeah. i was just enjoying enjoying the over t- yeah. over the top nature of it and the cheesy stuff <laughs> and the ridiculous characters it's like when we were watching freddie versus jason and every time freddie went flying up the screen <laughs> 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 That happened about five times. That was fun, though. That's weird. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Good time. Good time. Um, a blinks in the distance. <laughs> okay. So um, he goes to Midian uh, and he finds all the demons, but they, they're like, yeah, but you're not a demon. And he's like, oh, well, yeah, so whoops. Two, there are two demons, like, come up behind him and go, oh, yeah, come here, then, you knob. And they go, oh, we can yeah. smell. You smell like bloody human. Yeah. He goes, no, nah, no, nah, I've done, a few, I've done a few murders. I'm a bloody monster, but the the dreadlock one like says he smells his innocence and attacks him. There's a dreadlock guy, and then the other one, Kinski, who's got like a face like a crescent moon. Oh like, yeah, of course, yeah. Why? I mean, if you're gonna yeah, well, make a monster up, why would you go? He's a sort of there's lots of lots of pirate looking people in this film. Sort of a pirate, yeah. <laughs> but, <laughs> but he's also, also a crescent moon for a face. <laughs> he's also Terrifying. a crescent moon head. <laughs> His chin, he's got he's got a Bruce Forsyth chin and a forehead. I feel, like uh, I feel like if they were going to do all these monster stuff, don't show them off as openly so soon. Could yeah. they're doing cartwheels within the first two seconds? And <laughs> <laughs> like if you're going to keep the, not, the the tense, you need to hide something. Basically, they just hired a load of gymnasts. They didn't have they didn't have any actors. They couldn't get any actors in. They just went. We got a load of gymnasts in. They're gonna have to do backflips. Oh, we want them to do some acting. We've got Pinhead, but he hadn't brought his pins. We just have to use his head. (laughs) (laughs) Have to use his head and put some put some scratches on his face. That's his best feature. His head. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they should Um, they should they should bury the lead at least a little bit. But they're right out there. What's his name? Is like I'm gonna chase you. And then Boo's like, no. And then <laughs> Peloton, that's his name. Pelequin? Pelequin, yeah. Okay, so he chases him yeah. and his dreads are shuddering through the, like, it's all nice. And he probably, he probably, did, maybe there's a cartwheel <laughs> or some sort. He probably does. He does. That guy is. He's a backflip. I think he does. <laughs> Why? Yeah, so he's he like, I might be scary, but I'm also very, very uh, athletic. Acrobatic. Yeah, yeah. But he's great on a pommel <laughs> horse, that one. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Okay, so he um... uh, not like after this, Boone escapes and he leaves. He goes right, maybe well, that Midian ain't well, for me. He gets, bitten. He, gets there. he gets bitten on the neck as well. Alice, right? Yeah, he gets, he gets infected. Yeah. Um, yeah. But then he, he gets escapes. infected with the yeah. Midiona virus. Yeah. Um, and he gets shot. Fuck. <laughs> he gets out. Um, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, but, but yeah, Dr. Decker's like, uh, I'll speak to him. He's got a gun. Um, yeah, he, then... I mean, he stitches him right up, doesn't he? Yeah. 
But he gets shot, oh, shot, shot to death. Um, gets taken to the morgue. The morgue people are taking the bullets out. And they're like, wow, they really took a... They killed the shit out of this guy. He's definitely not coming back This alive. guy's dead as fuck. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and basically they say... What else do they say? About him being dead. Oh, he's dead. How... Yeah, they just get... <laughs> isn't he really dead this way? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think they say, yeah, he's dead. But he returns to life in the morgue. Uh, and yeah, he, yeah, he's dead. And I think someone does go, oh, shit, at some point. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah, he's dead. You can take him away. <laughs> they need to take us in the morgue to confirm. So, um... He, he runs away. I don't know if he does anything. He just gets out. Uh, he doesn't attack anyone, does he, or anything? No, he just runs away. Do we, Does his face start transforming at any point? I mm, don't know. I'm going to say the... Uh, forehead do this? That's, that's the Buffy thing as well. When your forehead... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when your forehead wrinkles. Your forehead Is he a vampire? His forehead's wrinkled to fuck. That's <laughs> what you get. You get. You go. In fact, I was watching Hell's Kitchen, and I'm pretty sure Gordon Ramsay's a vampire. <laughs> yeah, not his head, but his around, chin. I, I think Gordon Ramsay's Sarah chin Michelle is a Geller vampire. Would have <laughs> she would have liked. She would have said, uh, "You need to cook this steak," and then she would have shoved the steak right into his chin, yeah. <laughs> and he would have gone, "It's raw." <laughs> yeah, fucking raw. Yeah. Okay, yeah, um... fucking raw, you bastard. <laughs> Gordon Ramsay does look like one of the not the normal demons, but one of the the, the bosses. <laughs> he looks like yeah. he's the one of the, yeah, the big yeah. bads of the season. Season 100%. season one or two, Terrifying. not one of the later ones. When he got a bit of budget. Uh so <laughs> So um what happened? Okay, I'm losing my mind. Um Boone goes back to Midian and they welcome him with open arms. Uh but Yeah. So that Nar- Narcisse is there with his face off, uh, and he, get, he has like an initi- initiation ceremony, doesn't he? Where he's got to like down a down a five different pints, cider, <laughs> lager, <laughs> uh, stout, yeah, lemonade, yeah. and milk. <laughs> <laughs> and he just chunders everywhere, and they go, he's fucked it. I feel like that ceremony was meant to be like a huge deal, but it was like just in the back room. There's like four people. It was like... Yeah. Um, Is anyone else coming? Is anyone else turning up to this? Nope. No, we should just carry on. Just get on with it, mate. Uh, but like later on, like there's the Midian... Well, okay, so we'll come back to those bits in a minute. What's the face? The girlfriend starts doing a bit of PI work and she starts to hunt him down. I don't know why she knows he's still alive. Why well, he escapes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So she goes to the Midian. Uh, she hangs around with the bar. Starts hanging around with a lady for some reason. This in the book, I feel like this goes on for a lot longer. Um, I think the lady says at one point she's crying. She goes, "What are you crying about? Is it money or men?" And she goes, "Well, it's a man. I knew it. It yeah. always is." I'm, I'm and sure my I'm ice not. is not maxed out. She says, <laughs> "The ice is maxed out. It's this coronavirus that's going <laughs> to happen in thirty years." I just had a bloody, I just had a thought about it. Yeah. Uh, so. But what's his face? He's <laughs> on, on the prowl. Deckard is on the Deckard, prowl. Of course he's on the prowl. Oh, oh uh, bloody, what's his name? 
Deckard. Um, David Cronenberg. Yeah, Deckard. That's it. Uh, so what does he do at this point? He well, the, so the lady drives Boone's girlfriend down to Midian so she can have a yep. look around. Whilst she's in looking around there, Deckard kills uh, the lady. And when Laurie's exploring the cemetery, she finds this like horrible, dying, weird creature just in the sunlight, doesn't she? Yeah. They say, and in it, it, here it says "dying wolf-like creature," but is it a wolf? It almost looks like a mm. it looks like an alien from that film Mac and Me. Do you remember that? It was like an ET ripoff in the eighties. Oh yeah, I used to watch like Mac and Me. Yeah. Yeah. We used to think it was good. You used to think it was good. Yeah, I used to think it was good. I was like ET. <laughs> Have you seen it recently? Mac and me as well as that. Have you? Uh, awful, yeah. There was um, Mystery Science Theatre. They did it uh, recently. Oh, really? Mac and me. There's a bit where he's in Mac- McDonald's dancing on the table and everyone joins in and he's wearing like a McDonald's <laughs> jumper or something. <laughs> At the time, what were you thinking? This is fucking great. This is super. Uh, I was a kid, yeah. I don't know. I don't know what's wrong with me. Um, so, so Laurie goes <laughs> into... Midian for some reason. Did she? She goes looking for Boone. She goes into it. Um, maybe this doesn't happen yet. I don't know. Uh, <clears throat> but this, this is a good moment, yeah, I when, think. When, yeah, because when she finds that creature, when she saves it, and, the, and another one of the Nightbreed basically says to her, um, it's Rachel, this woman who can like turn into smoke. But yeah. she gets Laurie to bring the creature into the sunlight and it turns into like a little girl. And the little girl's like, oh, bloody hell, that was a scary time. Sunstroke. Yeah. Um so she basically just goes looking for Boone, like in Midian, and sees loads of the different monsters. I think Pel- Peliquin scares her off eventually by flicking her in the face with his purple dreadlocks. <laughs> he does like a, a like a crab maneuver. <laughs> he does a splits, then she yeah. just runs away. <laughs> look at, the, yeah, look at Boone, the angle on this. Boone does turn up, doesn't he? Boone does turn up. The weird bit where she's trying to find Boone and she kind of just sees him in the distance constantly, topless, just going into a different room. But then it's Boone, got like, come back! He's got a teeth for a face. Uh, that one. Yeah. But it's like, yeah, there's loads of cool he's creatures got... in there. There's like a fat guy. I think he was just fat. There's a... Uh... <laughs> 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 he was nothing to do. He's nothing to do with this film, was he? He was just a man trying to go about his business and you went, there's a horrible creature over there from the World Midian, just an overweight man. Yeah, I think there was there, wasn't there? How, how much would a creature? How much would a creature effect? How much would the physical, the, the practical effects for this must have been thousands? Oh no, it's just a fat man. Oh, right. Give well, him a break. Thousands of pounds worth. He's lost yeah. four pounds in the last month. There was um, there was. I'm sure it was just a. Oh, there's a guy who was another fat dude, but his face was on backwards or something. There's um, sort of like impractical monsters. Practical effects, but impractical. There was a load of weird shit where you'll not be able to walk yeah. around. You can't live like that. There was load of... yeah, there was like a a, a man you made out of knees. Fucking... You're all joints, mate. <laughs> you can't. There was a man made out of knees. There was like there was just like a a blob at one point, just like a it didn't have a face or any sort of yeah. limbs. It was just a blob with some yeah. bits, <laughs> tin foil on it. I don't know. There's a mad shit. There was a mad shit. If you watch this film under the influence of pretty much any <laughs> anything, any carcinogenic, yeah, that'd be it. Done. <laughs> yeah, so she's bouncing around. There's like a bridge. There's like it's like some rooms. 
there's a guy, what is he doing? Uh, he's talking to his tentacles or something. There's, and she goes, okay, so she goes down and she finds, and they're like, he's downstairs. Narcisse says he's downstairs with Baphomet or something like that. Because yep. Boone's been doing some bad stuff. He's got to get his wrist slapped. Look at what you've done. <laughs> Baphomet says exactly the same thing as what Deckard says. Look at what you've done. Um, but um, this. she goes past it. She nearly gets attacked by, I can't remember the called. They're like super bad demons. And yeah, they're so oh, bad yeah. they keep they're in cages. Like, uh... Shit, what are they called? The big, I know what you mean. Big there. bad monster, like fly on when he's fully transformed. Um, but they're darker. But they're like, yeah. they're like I kind of oh, berserkers, we'll work I think, out a bit. something like that. Yeah, that's it. That's right. You got it. <coughs> okay. They're berserkers. They're just loads of basically where even the night breed were like, you, you look mental. Yeah. Get yourself in the cage. And that guy was made no, of knees. Right. Fine. <laughs> that guy was made of knees. It was two talking knees, just like that. Like, you were fucking disgusting looking, you guys. I don't understand you. It's like loads of creatures. It's like loads of creatures from Labyrinth, but yeah. just on acid. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, but she makes it down, and she finds Boone, and she's like, "He's like, uh, who's that statue?" And he said, "Don't look, don't look." Um, and he's like, "It's just a statue, isn't it?" <laughs> The statue, but he's got like <laughs> yeah, yeah. USB cables sticking out of his head into the ceiling yeah. or something. He's connected yeah. up. Look at that guy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he looked like uh, something that would be in Hawkins Bazaar. Like, uh, yeah. if you touch it, your hair stands on end. Like, he's one of those sort of gadgets. <laughs> yeah. He's a gadget man. Exactly. He's probably only like 10 99 or something. Great Christmas present. Yeah. You'd like um, it. You'd, you'd smile when, in, when you'd see. Thanks, sister, for getting me this, but you'll be that happy about it. Tan. Yeah. So is Boone is Boone like basically transformed at this point? Boone's like, a, is, is Boone's like a, no, he still looks normal, but he is uh, he's vampire mode now. I think he's meant to be. He's yeah, yeah. Got a there's a species that he is now. Uh, but anyway, so she takes him out. Uh, they go. He's basically been exiled, I, I guess, from Midian already, and that's the day. Um, and then yeah. they go to hotel, but Deckard's been there already and sliced everyone up. Uh, yeah. As soon as as soon Basically. as Boone smells blood, that's when he goes vampire mode. Yeah, yeah. Um, they did a good job of recreating and... the the transformation that he described in the book. I thought he like breathes smoke, okay. and the smoke kind of changes his face and stuff. Yeah, that's right. Um, so Decker has pretty much killed everybody, but immediately called the police like a little snitch and basically said, look, here's where Boone is with his missus. Get in there and uh, sort him out before he kills anyone else. So there's loads of times where Decker just loves getting Boone shot to shit. Yeah. 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 He's just like, shoot him again. Um, so, yeah. And this some weird things happen now where like a couple of halfway through the film. But a couple more like characters get introduced, and they pretty much play a really big part for the rest of the film, don't they? There's like the police chief, yeah, police chief, and then like the priest. Very strange. Yeah, yeah. Um. Okay, so I mean, we're coming towards the end of the film, aren't we? Really? I mean, it's like we're coming towards the big battle. <laughs> it's probably on, like about halfway halfway through, but yeah, we're on, we're on Endor, I think, and like final third. Yeah. 
Okay, so um, Boomin is in prison with the priest, not in the same cell. He's meant to be a cannibal, super big serial killer. Uh, at some point, they realize that he's dead. Uh, so they're freaking out. Uh, Deckard's trying to convince everyone about Midian and the demons there because Deckard now wants to kill all the creatures of Midian. Yeah, he wants um, to murder. He loves doing the murder, doesn't he, old, uh, old bullet? It's just, just really weird is when you see Button Eyes Man just like in the in the cold light of day. Like a few times when he turned up earlier in the film, like at nighttime, we're going to people's houses. But there's a few times you see him like in daylight chasing after people, and it's like I don't know, it kind of loses its loses its impact. Yeah, he's got a scrotum for a mask. Yeah, he needs to, uh, again, they show too much, I think, is the problem. They should yeah. be hiding things a bit more. Yeah. <clears throat> um, okay, so what that is six? Yeah. So they basically organise a big battle for some reason. <laughs> uh, so Decker basically urges the police to form like a, a militia, like loads of the police, a drunken priest as well. He gets involved for some reason. His name's Ash- Ashbury. <clears throat> and they all go to Midian to basically wage war on the monsters on the Nightbreed, um, where Boone goes back to the Nightbreed and convinces them that they need to stand and fight because, mm-hmm. you know, otherwise they're going to get moided. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the fight, I mean, it's it's big. It's kind of tragic because as you kind of realise that all the Midian people, they're just like normal people, but they, but they eat people. They're just like normal like people. Women and children as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They're just like normal people, but they eat normal people. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, they're all dying. The, the I guess the, the tragic one is the guy. Uh, he's got the kind of short Weasley guy. Uh, they drag him into the sun mm. and they just kind of watch him explode. Yeah, uh, yeah. It's, it's sad. Yeah, it's not pleasant. But... Um, Bless him. But Boone is like the leader against the militia. He's helping everyone. All a lot of the demons get some good bits. Pelican does another somersault. Um, yeah, that's basically all he wanted to do was get a somersault in. Yeah. And he's right, I'm fine now, I'll die. There's a guy with tentacles and they take out some guy's eyes. There's yeah. that bit, you're talking about the porcupine lady. She shoots some Ooh. darts. That sexy porcupine lady shoots some darts. So basically, into... she tries She tries to like distract a couple of the a couple of the police officers by being all sexy and going, oh, look at me. But she's a terrifying porcupine monster. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like, oh, I mean, I know each to their own, but at least three police officers there are all into sexy porcupine woman. I feel like it's too much of a niche, too much of a fetish. Maybe it's the pheromone thing. Maybe she's uh, like a poison ivy sort of thing. Um, so, what goes, I mean, hey, shit, it's, it just goes crazy. The things are exploding. Deckard is now chasing Laurie around the uh, uh, around the graveyard at the same time. Um, there's a lot of explosions. There's, I don't know. Um, at some point, what's his face has to let out the berserkers, and they mm-hmm. they're like a nuclear weapon. They sort of explode out of the ground. Yeah. I mean, there, Deckard, there bit in the streets. Remember that bit in the streets, streets of Rage when you were looking at like up against it and then you pressed A and the police turned up and shot like a, a rocket and it killed all the enemies. <laughs> That's pretty much what these berserkers are. They're they're yeah. they basically press A. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um I don't know man. What we, so I guess well Boone and Deckard go into Midian. They're like chasing and fighting and scrapping. 
Um, yep. The I don't know how does Decker die? I can't remember how Decker dies. I think Boone kills him, but I can't remember exactly how it happens. Yeah. Don't you like strangle it? They're fighting a lot. There's a lot of like them hanging over the ed- end of le- edge of ledges, mm-hmm. just almost dying. I think Decker just falls. Doesn't he fall to his death? It's like he gets the ma- his mask taken off. Yeah. Button eyes yeah. mask falls to his death. Yeah. Um, and just... then Baphomet. So basically, Boone faces Baphomet, and he says that Boone's caused the the end of Midian, mm-hmm. but it's been foretold. So that's all right. Uh, and he basically <laughs> says, "You've got to find a new home for the night breed, and your name is no longer Boone. Your name is Cabal." And he goes, "Oh, look, it's Boone. Yeah. It was nice." <laughs> now it's Cabal, Cabal, Henry Cabal. Or now Cabal. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, so there's also the priest who wanders down he doesn't really have much of a part to play he wanders down into and he sees Baphomet and he gets splashed with some goop there's two different yeah. I, I seem to remember him doing something different in the original ending the director's cut is a little bit different um, yeah so um, I don't know so they all sort of run away or the police all give up or something uh, the, the fight <laughs> yeah. ends I think they just the police just get overwhelmed. I think. I think a lot of them, a lot of them end up dead, and I think a lot of them end up just running away because the berserkers go mental. Did they get the berserkers back in, or did the berserkers just go running off into? That's into it. They've gone. They're off. The distance. Yeah, yeah. Benton. <laughs> oh Jesus Christ! <laughs> You're not getting them back. Jesus Christ, Benton. <laughs> berserkers, <laughs> come back, berserkers. They're not going to come back, are they? They're gone yeah, forever. Yeah. Yeah. You call them berserkers for a re- for a reason. We can't control them. Yeah, they're like the Velociraptors at the end of Jura- the latest Jurassic World film. They're gone to exist amongst the human beings. Sorry, I've not, I've not seen that. Uh, okay, oh, so I mean, okay, so kind of wrapping it towards the end. Um, in the original, I think pretty much sure it ends there. But in this new one, the the whole idea is that Boone is now going to lead them to a new Midian at some point. He's going to find them a new home. Uh, but they don't know when that will be. Um, Eon made it, um, and then he's going to make something new. <clears throat> and that's it. I, th- I think it changed a bit. There was a new bit of Ash- Ashbury, the priest, in this director's cut, where he said it's like his mission now, because he was all malformed. His mission was now to destroy yeah. uh, the Nightbreed. Yeah. Yeah. And he brings and he brings Decker back to life, right? You know? The post credits bit. Hmm. Maybe uh, that's not in the director's cut. Maybe maybe that was in the original cut. Yeah, possibly. Uh, yeah. Okay. So it ends there. And um, do you want some trivia? <laughs> yeah. All right. Okay. Yes, please. It's a bit of a different one. Um, I'm going to give you five Clive Barker short stories or titles of film uh, stories he's done, and you tell me if they are real or not. Number one. Oh, okay. Very nice. The Yattering <clears throat> and the Jack. Clive Barker. The Yattering and the Clive Barker or Clive uh Snarker. Snarker. <laughs> uh Clive Barker? Yes, the Yattering and the Jack uh is a Clive Barker uh story from the Books of Blood. Sex, Death and Starshine. Sex, Death and Starshine. Mm, let's say no. I bet, a, I bet it sounds a little bit different to that. 
That uh, one is Clive Barker again. Uh, it's another Clive Barker. Number three. Sorry, while you're doing this, I'm just looking at pictures of the Nightbreed in some sort of weird photo shoot, and my God, it's harrowing. I'll send them to you. Okay. Uh, <laughs> number three, Rawhead Pex. No, that's not right. It's 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 uh, what's his name? Rex. Yeah, pretty bit easy. This. Uh, yeah. Oh, the big. What's, no, what's, what's it, what is it actually? The uh, Rawhead Rex. Rawhead uh, Rex. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Number four, the big bad foreskin. Mm. Mm. It's not him, is it? It's not Clive Marcus, Clive Corker. Um, <laughs> Big bad for skin. Number five, the skins of the fathers. Clive Barker. It's Clive Barker. Well done. Okay, I've got a couple more. Uh, no, I've got one more trivia bit I can throw in there to add a bit of flavour. Okay. Uh, so, when what film did David Cronenberg write the screenplay for during the filming? Of, of this film <clears throat> was it a film he directed uh, yeah yeah it was yeah it was a film he directed yep. so was it the I was trying to think about what he would have done around this time the dead ringers uh, no afraid not do you want to have a go uh, let's have another go was it? Mm. No, I'm not sure. I'm thinking. I'm thinking about what he's directed. Why can't I think? Uh, was it? Was it? A, was somebody directed? You said, yeah. Yeah, yeah. He directed it. Yeah. Was did he write the screenplay for? Let's say, I don't know. History of violence. No, uh, I don't know if he wrote yeah, the screenplay. History of violence. That was that was years later, but you know, uh, it had Robocop in it. Oh fucking hell! I'll tell you, it's a uh, naked yeah, lunch. It... Oh. oh, naked lunch. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <clears throat> okay, I didn't realize that was for some for some reason in my head. Naked lunch is like years before this. It was like the eighties, but it's not. Yeah, it's well, nineteen ninety one. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, uh. I mean, to rate the film, um, yes. What do you think about it? Yeah, I mean, it's 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 a fascinating enough. I enjoyed the story. That's why I've gone and gone and sort of read the book. But I think some parts of this film feel a bit. They do feel a bit Buffy the Vampire Slayer, and they do feel a bit. You know, the monsters like they lost all impact for me because there were so many utterly ridiculous looking (laughs) monsters just over and over and over again I was a bit like what am I watching what is going on like there was no there's no build to it and like that's why it didn't it didn't seem scary it wasn't particularly you know it, I, I wouldn't feel particularly invested in, in the story of the characters like, yeah like Boone I didn't feel like I cared what happened to Boone yeah. I didn't feel like I cared what happened to anyone David Cronenberg's characters Decker I think it was good but perhaps needed a bit more I mean, that's why I kind of like feel like I wanted more from the story. That's why I went and watched. Uh, sorry, that's why I've gone and read the book. But I'd probably give it a C plus. Okay. Yeah, yeah. That's probably quite low, but I think I'm gonna have to go for that. And uh, I mean, yeah, I mean, I'd struggle to think this film if you're watching it fresh. I don't know if it would have the same impact as someone who sort of has a nostalgia factor to it as well. Um, I mean, I've definitely softened on this over the years. I think the, when I watched it years ago, I was really, really into it. 
but it's um it's got that it's the cheesy factor that puts me off as soon as someone starts doing somersaults and cartwheels i'm just it just puts something about that <laughs> does not sit right with me I just don't understand why. It feels anyone... a bit Power Rangers. It does, yeah. I mean, I, me- I me- mentioned Power Rangers already, but it feels a bit Power Rangers. As soon as someone starts doing a... <laughs> I start yeah. thinking Power Rangers. Yeah, exactly, yeah. So, I mean, uh, that does put me off a bit. I mean, I'm, I'm going to go with uh, a B-. minus. Uh, but I've got to say, I don't know. if Maybe, I, I mean, you know... B-? We can never walk through the same river twice, so maybe in ten years' time when I watch this again, <laughs> I'll be uh, I have a different yeah, mind. Yeah, ten years' time. Are you looking forward to ten years' time? Do you reckon we'll still be alive and kicking? Well, no, but there'll be a there'll be a, a TV show, Nightbreed TV show, at some point, hopefully, maybe, and it could work quite well. Or, I mean, it, maybe they'll do the whole Riverdale thing, and they could do that. They could. Oh yeah, it. it would work. Yeah, yeah, maybe. I'd be interested. I think if they made a TV show, they'd have to really, you know, sort out the monsters. Because I mean, <laughs> I'm sure for 1990, the monsters were great in this film. But now looking back at you, are a bit like, my god, there's a load of messed up shit in that. There's even a guy in it who's just like, you know, the guy who's got tentacles coming out of his stomach. Yeah. Just looks like Johnny Vegas. <laughs> just looks like Johnny Vegas in makeup. Yeah, I don't even. <laughs> Wait, yeah. so you sent so, me a picture? I want to see. Oh, what, of all the. Uh, I'll, I'll send them to you. So basically, there's okay. a photo shoot with loads of cabal. Yeah, cabal creatures too far out in the open. Why? And I don't know, they're just not scary. You know? I, I don't know. We're asking too much, I guess. But Crescent Head was a step too far in the wrong direction. Yeah, Crescent Head was a bit mad. Uh, Ivan Ooze was a bit nuts. The man made of knees, the sexy porcupine woman. The overweight man. The overweight man. The every, Everything was just a bit too rubbery and weird looking, I felt. I mean, I mean the, the, the porcupine woman looked great. But again, everyone kind of looked, everyone kind of looked a bit like Buffy, but also like the Star Trek TV show. You know, you know when what, the aliens turned up on that? I would love to see is... Gilmaro del Toro to a Nightbreed TV show. Like an eight episode Nightbreed TV show with his sort of monster design aesthetics. Like the Pan's Labyrinth looking monsters. Because he does dark fantasy to such a a good point. Whereas I feel like um, Clyde Barker has the imagination and the stories are great. But um, I don't feel like in this point in time, he was able to create the, the sort of the right visuals for, for the monsters. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's a, it's a fun film. I think um, you'll have fun watching it. Uh, I think anyone would, but um, there were, there were two steps from doing a flying kick. They were, they were just about to start doing <laughs> like blocking punches like that and stuff. And I was like, nah, <laughs> it's not for me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, as I said, I'm just looking at them now, and the monsters are—they range from being utterly ridiculous and nonsensical to being just like one of them just just looks like Ozzy Osbourne with bug eyes, another <laughs> one just looks like uh, just a homeless man, another one looks like um, the the demon, the devil, uh, Tim Curry's character from Legend, but with black skin instead of red. 
Oh yeah, okay. Yeah, he hung around. It's almost like the monsters. Some of the some of the monsters. Some of the monsters are like literal monsters that you would recognize from you know fantasy yeah like a, an actual demon with horns and stuff and the other ones are just like a man with bad skin yeah yeah he's <laughs> just got bad skin he's messed up yeah he's just got bad skin and you can't be one of the monsters well i'm gonna be <laughs> all right um okay yeah, yeah. All right, um, let you off i think <clears throat> we've done candy man we've done hellraiser with a nightbreed yeah we, i would still like the next week yeah go on, on. i guess that's that's I still think we could do a bit of a Clive Barker. Uh, what's the film? There's um, some of the books of blood. There's the Midnight Meat Train film. There's the one about Midnight Meat Train. Yeah, Dread. There's Dread, which is which I think is really good. Um, yeah, it's, there's still some good ones out there, uh, and I think there should be more. There there's some more hair, more hair raiser steals there. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Uh, nice. So next week. I know we don't have a major plan, but do you fancy doing something that's probably a bit topical? Yeah, sure. Yeah, and by yeah. topical, I don't mean I don't mean a film about a virus outbreak. I just mean about you know, a lot of people are self isolating. A lot of people are staying indoors. Uh, you know, if if they're choosing that, if they're using that time to listen to this podcast, then then that's lovely. I'm glad to hear it. Can't think of a better way. You're yawning right now. I'm tired. Even why? <laughs> <laughs> I'm tired. Even even Luke Condor's bored of this shit. And, and I, I don't blame him. But yeah, so we discussed maybe doing Eli Roth's cabin fever, considering people may be self-isolating. That could yeah. be a topical one to do. A bit, have a bit of fun with it, mate, yeah? The 2002 cabin fever, which I kind of remember <laughs> quite liking. Yeah, I, I liked it. Uh, I'm just looking at these pictures. I'd seen that Ozzy Osbourne guy with <laughs> big eyes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It was just an Ozzy Osbourne guy with Bozzy Osbourne. Bozzy Osbourne. Yeah, and there's another guy who's like just got a blue face with a singular eye in it. These look like no offense to the to the people who did the uh, makeup effects, but some of them look like you know projects, a uh, 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 college or something. You know what I mean? Like makeup project. Yeah. You've seen the you've seen the picture of David Cronenberg and uh, Clive Barker holding those weird MAGA babies, right? Uh, yeah, I think so. That makes, yeah, yeah, that's a iconic, iconic picture. Um, I'm just gonna get a nice little. Uh, I'm gonna get a screenshot for you of this. And send it to you just to just to cheer you up. But yeah, we will. Uh, I'll share this in the group as well, so everyone can enjoy it. The maggot babies. But yeah, if we do cabin fever next week, then uh, yeah, that should be fun, shouldn't it? Sounds good. Cool. And then we'll maybe look at doing a game in horror gaming episode yeah yeah we thought about doing like a top five horror game episode considering like me you and andy always kind of touch upon horror gaming but why not make it a yeah, yeah. a little episode Could be fun. yeah 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 very nice cool all right man okay cool. so uh thanks to everyone listening to the episode uh become a patron over at patreon.com forward slash hawk and cleaver thanks to kovacs cowman for our theme music thanks to acast for hosting the show Thanks to the listeners. If you enjoyed the show, please consider rating and reviewing us on iTunes. Come and join the Facebook group. And thanks, uh, my co-host, Ben, for being a right horror dude. Nice one. Thank you, Luke. And continue to fight the good fight. And good luck in surviving the current pandemic and post and uh, apocalyptic scenario. Pre-apocalyptic. You know, yeah. Pre-apocalyptic. 
pre-apocalyptic scenario. We've experienced enough. We've watched enough of these films, mate. We should be able to survive, all right? We'll see about that. Go. Good luck out there. <laughs> you too. Bye. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.